RNZ Pacific News, Maloe Lele, I'm Seo Manutevam Tafai. An Australian helicopter pilot and two crew members who were kidnapped in Papua New Guinea on Sunday have been released unharmed. The Post Korea newspaper reports the two local subcontractors were with the pilot of the heavy lift helicopter at a remote site in Tari near Mount Caesar when they were taken captive. Commissioner of Police David Manning said in a statement last night their release came after the rapid deployment of security forces who were authorised to use lethal force. Mr Manning says the abductors who had been demanding a ransom are being tracked so they can face justice. Meanwhile, news outlet Loop PNG is reporting women and their babies in remote areas of Papua New Guinea are dying due to a lack of basic health care. Mission Aviation Fellowship in Remote Health Workers in Fiyak, a village in West Sepik, says the number of women and newborn babies dying during childbirth is high and they hope to change that. Lydia Lewis has more. One mother has recounted her terrifying experience of travelling by canoe for three days just so she could deliver her baby in a health centre. She says the ordeal was frightening but less scary than delivering her baby at home with no help. The World Health Organization reports for every 1,000 births in Papua New Guinea, nine mothers and 24 newborn babies die. PNG has the highest rate of maternal and newborn mortality in the Western Pacific region. The Embassy of France in Vanuatu says it is looking to establish an Office of Development Agency, AFD, in the country later this year. The Vanuatu Daily Post reports two French delegates, including the AFD regional director, have been in Vanuatu. The other delegate, Pierre Sotard of France Volontaire, has signed an agreement to bolster the deployment of French volunteers in Vanuatu. Around 20 volunteers are slated to embark on solidarity missions across the archipelago by the end of the year. In Apia Samoa, a senior public servant has been charged following investigation into the death of a National University of Samoa student in a hit-and-run accident in 2021. Deputy Police Commissioner Babali Imunalisa Tiaigeti has confirmed Leo Fatao Malama Auava was charged last week in connection to allegations of conspiracy and fabrication of evidence. The Samoa Observer reports the charges against the former inspector follow the arrest of a man who claimed to be a witness to the hit and run. He is in custody awaiting a bail hearing scheduled for next Tuesday. In Aotearoa, New Zealand, an Auckland councillor and friend of Whaanana e Fessel Collins is urging people not to fall for fake live stream links to his funeral on Facebook. Josephine Bartley told RNZ First Up this morning she had spoken to a church minister in Auckland who had lost money in the scam. She says many people are receiving Facebook requests to sign up for a live stream of the funeral. Once accepted, they are asked for money and to send bank account details. Her warning comes after Tipene Funerals, which is organising the funeral for Whaanana e Fessel, has also called out fake Facebook pages. She is urging people worried about requests to contact Facebook. It's rife. And, you know, then you look up uh, online that this is very common when there's a funeral. 
Pacifica children continue to experience some of the highest rates of poverty in New Zealand. New Stats NZ child poverty statistics for the year ending June 2023 show there's been no improvement. Chief Children's Commissioner Claire Ahmad says she's deeply concerned. We need to maintain that momentum on Pacifica people-led solutions for Pacifica children and families to invest in children now, implement evidence-based policy, listen to our communities, to families, to whānau, to children themselves and heed their calls. Let's take action that's going to actually help children. Child Poverty Reduction Minister Louise Upston says the coalition government has inherited major challenges. A psychologist is warning more people are suffering from mental illness linked to climate anxiety. A UK study has found about 4% of the adult population experience moderate to severe symptoms. Dr Jackie Feather from the New Zealand Psychological Society's Climate Task Force says it's happening here as well. She says it shouldn't be a surprise that people are becoming incredibly anxious about climate change. It's a threat and the human body is programmed to respond to threat. So of course we go into fight, flight, freeze and that can lead to all sorts of mental health problems. Dr Feather says young people in particular feel powerless to affect change. The Secretary-General of NATO, Jens Stottenberg, says Sweden joining the alliance will make it stronger and safer. Hungary has ratified Sweden's membership after months of delays. It had been the only country out of the 31 members not to do so. Mr Stoltenberg told CNN this sends a clear message to Russian President Vladimir Putin that NATO's door is open. He went to war uh, to uh, close NATO's door. He is achieving the exact opposite. Uh, uh, Finland is already a member, uh, doubling NATO's border with Russia. Uh, uh, Sweden will now become a member and, and, and Ukraine is closer to membership than uh, ever before. Jens Stoltenberg says Sweden will bring highly capable armed forces with well-equipped troops and advanced submarines and fighter jets. The French President Emmanuel Macron is hosting a gathering of European leaders in Paris in a show of support for Ukraine. Russia has made recent gains in the battlefield and Kyiv has laminated a lack of ammunition as it fights the invasion. The UN's human rights chief has condemned attacks on the global body, saying they were costing lives. At the start of the Human Rights Council's main session, Volker Turk criticised rampant disinformation directed at the UN. The UN has become a lightning rod for manipulative propaganda and a scapegoat for policy failures. This is profoundly destructive of the common good and it callously betrays the many people whose lives rely on it. Earlier, the UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres has criticised the Security Council for its response to the wars in Gaza and Ukraine. Mr Guterres told the gathering in Geneva that humanitarian law was under attack around the world. In sport, New Zealand cricket all-rounder Daryl Mitchell insists the Black Caps don't have a mental block against Australia. The teams are in Wellington ahead of the first test, which starts on Thursday, with New Zealand coming off the back of a 3-0 T20 series defeat to the Australians. 
It's been almost 31 years since the Black Caps last won a test against Australia in New Zealand and more than 12 years since they last beat them in a test anywhere. The past is the past and although we respect the history of the game and, and what's been at the same time, when you show up first ball on day one it's going to be pretty special in front of a packed basin. So um, Aussie are a world class team, they've proven over a number of years of, of how good they are but we've got some decent cricketers in our own backyard as well. Meanwhile, India beat England by five wickets in the fourth test to take an unsaleable 3-1 lead in the five-match series. Croatian Valentina Kafola has reclaimed her ice diving world record, diving 140 metres deep with a single fin and without oxygen or assistance. Kafola went into the Guinness World Records when she set the previous record of 125 metres in 2017, but it was broken by Japan's Yasuko Ozeki last week. But the Croatian took back her record in the Italian Alps, braving heavy snowfall and a water temperature of 3 degrees Celsius. She drove for a minute and 40 seconds while slowing her heartbeat down to 50 per minute. That's your latest RNZ Pacific News and Sport. For more stories, head to rnzi.com.